He's deep cover. Last I heard, he's tracking the syndicate. But yeah, last I heard, he was three over par. Last I heard, sounded like someone torturing kittens. Last I heard, my gym makes money. I heard five. You heard wrong. You heard him. Those were his last words. Last I heard, he'd been defeated again. Last I heard, Joe coaches women's wrestling. Did you see the week? Yeah, last I heard. I heard that. I heard that. Last I heard, he lived around here somewhere. Last time that I heard, you had, uh... Hello, friends, to a special edition of the Last I Heard podcast, as we bring you all the excitement and drama of the Masters. I'm your host, Lee Dempsey, alongside the Bunker Boys, Jake Barber, Andrew, and Daniel Overfeld, and it is our great honor to guide you through the twists and turns of this historical event. From the lush fairways of Augusta National to the towering pines that line the course, this is the ultimate test of skill and strategy for the world's best golfers. And as the drama unfolds over four unforgettable days, we'll be here to capture every moment from the birdies to the bogeys, from the triumphs to the heartbreaks. So join us as we dive deep into the history and lore of the Masters, exploring the legends who have made this tournament great and the rising stars who are looking to etch their names to annals of the golfing history with expert analysis fantasy drafts, and unparalleled commentary to the action. This is the podcast you won't want to miss. So sit back, relax, and get ready for all the excitement of the Masters right here on this special edition of the Last I Heard podcast. Let's tee it up, boys. Beautiful. (laughs) Well done. It was better than Jim Nance signing off last night. <laughs> <laughs> and you said uh, annals. annals <laughs> yeah. Instead of a different pronunciation. <laughs> Sorry. <I didn't... laughs> Anywho, let's uh, let's get into it, boys. We're we're re- we're rejoiced once again on this uh, phenomenal day. To get the Masters going, this is our second annual run now of uh, of golf coverage here of the Bunker Boys. And I'm very proud to have us all back here once again. Um, yeah, to right this ship, Andrew, do you do you want to you want to steer us off into the wonderful uh, um, journey that is the Masters here? Kick us off. Well, I'm sure some of you guys know that uh, Masters Sunday or Masters Week is probably my favorite week of the year. Um, Got to be got to be top two or three, um, especially following up a nice victory for myself in the NCAA tournament bracket pool that I was in. Um, so I'm going to going to just see if I can ride ride that hot streak and see if we can hit on some, some golfers this week. Um, Masters, one-of-a-kind tournament. I mean, it's got the lore. Every, a lot of golfers out there consider it the Super Bowl of golf. So... Um, like I said, my favorite time of year, and I am beyond excited. I know you can't tell from my boring voice, but I am beyond excited for this tournament and for this to start. Um, yeah. What do what do you guys? What Daniel Lee, Jake? What are your thoughts? What are your What are you guys seeing? Weird tidbits. I know we got their our Jake Barber stat tidbits coming up, but what what else do you guys think? What do you guys think about the tournament? Yeah, I'll save I'll I'll save my 
fun fact for later, but um, I think last year I did a bunch of fun facts on things kind of shitting on Augusta. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you did. And uh, while those still hold to be true, um, I still like the tournament, and there's a lot of cool storylines going on this week. And while I rank it far below the Open, in my opinion, uh, it's better to have a Masters week than to watch a regular PGA event or even worse, live. So (laughs) happy we have real golf being played this week, real competitive golf with all of the players in the world. So. Yeah, I was just I was just telling Jake before we uh, started this is that like I feel like the Masters is like the um, unofficial kickoff to the PGA Tour. I know there's been a ton of different events going on, but this is like where I feel like the majority of golf fans start to really tune in. Like I myself consider myself a pretty big golf fan, but I've really only been watching like the uh, Sunday uh, on a rounds and just, you know, when it gets kind of towards the end there. But like the Masters, I'll obviously be watching all four days and I feel like um a lot of those kind of casual golf fans, this is where they really start to actually get into the season. So it's a, it's an exciting week for sure. Yeah, I'm pretty excited uh, myself. Uh, as for someone who wasn't really into golf up until last year, uh, watching it, um, this podcast made me a golf fan. Uh, I watched more golf in, in one year than I had collectively in my entire life. And I'm hoping they continue that this year. Uh, the Masters kind of kind of gets you all jumped in uh in, into golf uh you know kind of follow what you guys said and and then to add some there's you know th- this is the kickoff form for me at least uh there really golf doesn't really exist i remember um we were chatting earlier uh this last weekend about the live tour um event that was going on and how we weren't really paying attention to it and didn't really didn't really call much to it so i kind of ride along with that where this it Live doesn't really interest me. Other, you know, uh, events might, you know, not mean as much. This is the, this is opening day for me. This is the, you know, Thursday night kickoff for football to me. This is, you know, this is the big shining moment here to, uh, to get it going. And why not something as special as the Masters? Yeah, I agree. I think that Thursday night, Thursday night NFL starts a really good comparison for the Masters. You get get all the excitement, and it really does, like Daniel said earlier, kick off the season. So, yeah, I mean, the so let's see what's new this year. Um, obviously, we still have all the live guys coming. I think there's 18 of them. Um, 89 players are going, or 88 players, I think. Um, uh, Aaron Wise uh, withdrew, so he's not going to be. So I think it's 88 players. Uh, top 50 and ties make the cut, so you figure probably 55 to 60 golfers are going to make the cut, be playing on the weekend. So it's it's a pretty pretty elite field um, compared to most most tournaments. I mean, like the U.S. Open, you got like 140 guys playing or some shit. So, um, you know, uh, that's going to be awesome. I mean, I – I just I just have like the feeling um, this year just seems like it's got more hype, more storylines than like years past. It just seems I don't know with all the live guys. There's 18 of them. You know, are they going to win one? You know, you got Rory still going for the Grand Slam again. You got Scotty, who's still the hottest golfer in the world, who's gonna 
probably win again. Let's be completely honest. He's probably going to win again. Um, but you got him for a repeat. I mean, there's only been three golfers that have ever repeated a Masters. I think Gary Player, um, Tiger, and Jack. I mean, you throw your name in with those three guys, are you kidding me? So, you know, he's got a shot for that. Um, the changes to the course, they added 35 yards to number 13. That's the par five at Amen Corner. Um, early early feedback for that is it totally changes the hole. I mean, they, a lot of guys consider that a par four. Now it's truly, you know, it's a tough, it's a, it's almost a three-shot hole now because I was just listening to some of the interviews that those guys are taking. They used to be able to turn a three-wood and turn it that corner. It's that dog leg left. Now they're having to hit a driver, and it's a lot harder to turn a driver over to from right to left than it is with the three-wood. So um, it's a lot of guys are going to just end up laying up right in front of the pond. But it's going to be interesting now because that 13th hole is going to be kind of like 15 now where there's water protecting it. So now people laying up are going to have, or people, you know, say they're two shots off or they're one shot off, something like that. They're going to have to make a decision. Am I going to go for this? Normally it's just to go for it. Now, you know, now they're going to have to make a decision. So that, so 13 isn't a walk in the park. Like you used to be able to do 11, par bogey 11, par 12, and then, okay, I can get a shot back with 13. Now that's not a given anymore. That's, that's going to be, it's going to be tough. Um, I mean, even guys like DJ is like, dude, it's a DJ's one of the longer hitters on tour. He's like, yeah, I might, I might lay up, try to go for a four. I don't really know that I'm going to, going to try to, um, I can tell you one guy that's not going to be laying up and his name is Gordon Sargent and he's an amateur. And we will talk <laughs> a little bit later because spoiler alert, he's my dark horse, he's my dark horse to win. I don't, you know, that's he's 300 to one, but dude, I'm hearing some stories about some of these guys that are playing with him, and that dude can bang. The dude is Bryson Long, and probably drives everyone. Yeah, yeah, and he's probably 50 pounds lighter than Bryson. Yeah, so he played in the he played in the um, practice round group with Rory and Brooks today, mm -hmm. and I saw a comment that was like, "This must be one of the first times Brooks has been in a group where he's being massively outdriven by yeah. two players." Yeah. He was on Justin Thomas by like 30 yards, and Justin Thomas is like top 20 driving in the in the league or in the PGA. So yeah, and then you see a picture of the guy, and he looks like the same size as Matt Fitzpatrick, maybe even yeah. smaller. Yeah. And it's so yeah. hard he's, all he's, he's, he's like 150 pounds soaking wet. So that's that's it. would be an interesting <laughs> talking point with him. A lot of power in them hips. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I was trying to think of one more stat I had. Jake, do you have any other interesting stats or any storylines going in? Um, well, I have a fun fact. I wouldn't call it a stat. All right, let's see it. Let's hear it. <laughs> would you Would you like that? <laughs> Get those going early. <laughs> All right, so a uh, fun fact about Augusta is that if you don't receive your bill at the end of the month, you're no longer a member. <laughs> <laughs> Just like don't receive, so they just, they don't, just yeah, they don't tell you, they don't tell you, but if you don't receive the bill, you're not a member. <laughs> you just so. kicked off without even saying anything. It's like <laughs> breaking up with you with a text. Yeah. <laughs> but I guess you don't have to pay the bill then. Yeah. That's a plus. And if you're, if you're already a member of Augusta, I'm sure there are plenty more courses you can play in the world. <laughs> hmm. I was even... I was looked. I saw some stuff on Twitter today too. I didn't. I didn't know that uh, you're not allowed to take your green jacket off of the course grounds of Augusta 
Um, the only exception is if you're that current winner, you can like take it home for a year and kind of, you know, wear it or whatever. And like, um, it's kind of like the Stanley cup where you can take it with you and do all that stuff. But as soon as that next, uh, tournament starts that, that jacket is staying on the Augusta course rounds for the uh, rest of history. I didn't, I didn't know that was a thing. So like the only time you're ever going to see a green jacket is if you go to Augusta or if uh, you see the current winner out wearing it. So I think that's a, uh, that was kind of a cool little fun fact that I saw today. And actually piggybacking off of that, I just I was just learning I don't know, some podcasts that I was watching um, since Lee didn't upload his yet, so I didn't have any other podcast to watch. Um, but uh, he was saying that um, there's only one you even if you have multiple green ja- multiple um, masters victories, you only get one green jacket. You don't get multiple. So we talk about Tiger's five green jackets. That's a lie. He's only got one green jacket. He just got five like a, masters he, trophies, but yeah, you should get like a Save stars him. on your jacket or something. <laughs> and if you want extra, like you're yeah. like this is a five star general right here. Like, like I'm, golf I'm sure, I'm sure yeah, they, golf ball uh, they probably do something. But that would make sense if they keep all the masters jackets in house. Then that probably they don't want to just hang five right next to each other because I'm sure they got like a plaque for Tiger or yeah. something. But like these like four will just that, sit here in the corner. If you're that year's winner, you should have to like wear it to every event. Yeah, just take it to, like wear it to the first tee and take it off. Be like a wrestling belt. And you the belt yeah, to your carry arm. it, carry yeah. it over your arm. It's your varsity jacket, like when you're in high school. Those guys wearing it around on uh, football Fridays or whatever. Speaking of just going to Augusta, do we get to make a pact right now that when all four of us start putting into the pool to get Masters tickets, that if one of us gets it, we all four go? I like that idea. I don't know about you guys. That I'll, that would might that might create some bad blood between some people that I've uh, been saying. Well, if they get you got some previous packs or what? Well, yeah. I mean, ones with Andrew would for sure be one of my guys. But I've had uh, conversations with other guys. If if you are chosen for that, that I'd be going with them or vice versa. But uh, guys, I'll send you exclusive polos or something. You know, Bunker Boys polos. Okay. And then if we, well, we can go. Well, it sounds like me, Jake, and Lee are going to have our own pact. And when one, one <laughs> yeah. of us gets it, Daniel's going to have to shit the bed. Well, I yeah. sure as hell know, Andrew, if you get called on for those tickets you're taking me with. So I'm not, I'm not too <laughs> I don't know. I might have to take my three-month-old daughter at this point. There you go. <laughs> Dana got the axe. Um, but no, that sounds like a good idea. I guess I can succumb to the peer pressure. Well, we'll have to we'll have to make some tough choices when that happens. You just better hope it's me that gets gets the tickets, Daniel, and not Lee or Jake. I just hope that's a problem that we run into because odds are we will never get masters tickets. So I just hope uh, I hope I am uh, I do have that dilemma. Uh, now this right here, the Ryder Cup, that would be. Fun to go to. Yeah. In it is in Minnesota. In, and in, no, well, and in, this year, yeah. But who was the guy that was fortunate enough to get selected in that lottery for the tickets? That would have been me. And who invited you on that trip? Yeah, shut, <laughs> shut up. <about> me. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a totally different pool. Yeah, no, I know where you can actually go buy them online. So. Yeah, <laughs> sad. But, but I was I had, like my a lot easier to allowed me to get access. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Mastercard. Keep all those pimento cheese sandwiches to myself. I heard those are cheap. Like yeah, everything's cheap. Well, actually in there, dude. I want to. I want to be a sports fan in Atlanta. Like I can actually go to a game and like, like you go to uh, uh, the Atlanta Falcons stadium. Atlanta. You get like a Coke for like a dollar and a hot yeah, dog for like two. Yeah, it's the bucks. cheapest there. Yeah. Yeah. 
But Same thing they, with Augusta. Uh, they also have a chick at Atlanta Falcon Stadium <laughs> that is almost oh, never open because they still yeah. buy that Sunday roll. <laughs> so stupid. Do you think you show up on like a Monday though, or I mean like a t- Tuesday? Just no game going on, but you're still technically you're open. Like you're just standing there waiting for somebody to show up, and I don't know, maybe probably not unless they have like a yeah. If they do tours, be like though, a, because yeah, right. Most concessions like, are closed when the stadium's closed. Right. So. That's why I'm like, you waiting all day for Marcus Mariota to walk up or something like I'm, I'm... What would it even be open for? Like concerts? That's the only thing. Or like the yeah. I guess their no soccer team plays there. Oh, okay. But it'd be so yeah, weird so. getting like Chick Fil A at a concert. I wouldn't do that. Yeah, yeah. right. Wow. Well, yeah, I would love it at a football game, actually, but that's... Uh, yeah, right. Well, Monday night? Thursday night games? Yeah, Monday and Thursday. Thursday night, yeah. The off chance that it's a Saturday game, too. But. Yeah, which, you know, Atlanta right now is probably getting a lot of those. <laughs> um, I get the Thursdays. Yeah. Anyways, this is, a, this is the golf. This is the golf. Aspect. Yes. Speaking, speaking of food, though, for this, I want to bring up the Masters Club dinner. All right, and I, and Scotty's choices. I wanted to bring it up because I thought it was a nice, something a little different. You know, um, I couldn't remember last year's off the top of my head, but uh, I got I got Scotty's here. Yeah, that yeah, was, I know he had something. <laughs> yeah, he had something real different, right? So I know um, I feel like Scotty maybe went a little more traditional, a little more uh, uh, <clears throat> white. Um, he he chose the cheeseburger sliders. You know, let's let's get that uh, served by served Scotty style. I don't know what that means. Um, <laughs> with mayo on it, I don't know. Firecracker shrimp, that's pretty awesome. That's a good selection, I think. Um, some tortilla soup, that's uh pretty lame. But you got yeah. some Texas ribeye steak or blackened redfish. Now that's that's class. I like that. I'm a big fan of that. Um, what I'm not a fan of though is his dessert, which oh, is God. a warm chocolate chip cookie. Um. Yeah, milk and cookie ice cream. Like that's that's a lame dessert. It's like one of the pan ones, though. So they're big. Yeah, I don't care how big it is. It's still a cookie. I bet you that is just one of the best cookies of all time, though. I would hope so. For the have you you guys ever had a little ice cream on it? Yeah, I'm sure it's good. Amazing. They're so good. Yeah, they're they're phenomenal. I want gooey. I want pie or something. I want some crazy pie. Some key lime pie. I don't know. Something. Something. <laughs> For some reason, pie sounds better than a cookie. Should we should we share our our menus, or should we save that to the end? Let's save it because I none of save us have any thought to it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you can think of something uh, in the meantime. Right. I could probably think of a few few options well, on there. Well, we I could have, pull it off. We've got a long. We could long. start. And you could be last. You're like that guy at the uh, restaurant where you keep reading the menu and don't know what you want. So we're all gonna start ordering. <laughs> and I usually say it. same. I'll I usually go last, and then I just say yes. I say same. <clears throat> I'll have, well, I'll have that because you can't screw it up. If I like what one of you guys say and you got to make it twice, chances are it's gonna be right. So it's true. It's a good point. That's usually what I. That's my go-to is always to say same. So if you guys want, we can try it. Yeah, I know Jake knows what he wants. Why don't you kick Jake, it off? what do you want? Kick it off? All right. Yeah. So my master's meal, we're going to start off with, like, one of those fruit salad bowls. Like, the ones that have, like, the whipped cream. They're kind of more of a dessert. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Because that, that'll just get, that'll, 
it'll get it going. Yeah. And then we're gonna we're gonna move on to uh, it's gonna be four cheeses, all from Wisconsin. Uh, pulled pork mac and cheese with bacon. Wow. And then <laughs> and, and then on the side we're gonna have some uh, supper club style bread basket with the individually <laughs> wrapped butters. Okay. So you have to, you you have to unwrap them and spread them on your bread. Those are good. <laughs> I usually eat too much of that before the meal comes out, though, so that's an issue. That is a problem. Um, and then the main course is going to be venison broths with kraut, uh, along with very large cheese curds on skewers with assorted dipping sauces. <laughs> and uh, to drink, we'll be spotted cow on tap. And uh, we'll close off the dessert with uh, scotcheroos. Okay. And if you don't, if you don't know what those are, it's like a rice crispy, but like butterscotch and chocolate like and peanut that. butter. Peanut and butter, yeah. Pretty dang, pretty dang good. So mine's very like um, Wisconsin potluck. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> I'm gonna give you a little, a little bit of applause for that because I think mean, that's very calling Thank to you. Wisconsin. I appreciate that. That's good. I like what that. it sounds like to me is Jake put more research into his uh, meal for the Masters <laughs> than his his golf stats. That's where his priorities lie. I mean, I did it while I was hungry. So that's smart. That's smart. A lot of cheese. A lot of cheese. I love it. That, that would it, honestly, it would probably it would probably mess up a few people's like digestive systems yeah, before the say, first well, round. So. <laughs> It's a little sabotage on the competition. I love that. Notice I didn't have any gluten-free alternatives either, so you're really trying to mess with those GI tracks, but I, I respect that. I mean, I had to be gluten-free for a few years, so now I've just gone the opposite way. So. <laughs> the scotch roos, I think, are gluten-free. Yeah, they are, actually. And the fruit salad. Yeah. Depending on if you use anything to fluff it up. Yeah. Like flour. <laughs> the main source of gluten yeah that one will get you <laughs> mine is uh did not take as much thought um I, I see as andrew mentioned jake you know it really seemed to think this one through mine's a little bit more traditional you know more well i guess i shouldn't say traditional but um just you know your basic surf and turf so you got the lobster tail and then a nice little filet however you like to cook it to order i'm a medium rare guy myself uh, but I'm really a big fan of all the different sides. So, you know, you got sweet potato fries, mac and cheese, beans, you know, waffle fries, whatever. Hell, you can do the waffle fries from Chick-fil-A if you want, but I'm a big fan of fries. Oh, tatered sweet potato tots are actually phenomenal too. Um, and then I guess for a drink, I'd have to say a brandy old fashioned, sour or sweet. And then, um, this is just my personal preference, but for the dessert, Tell I from Wisconsin fun. adds a drink into his meal. Well, Jake did too. Jake I did too. That's part of it. You gotta, you gotta be drinking. It's, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's a rite of passage in the state. I like the old fashioned, though. It's good. That's good. That's my, uh, that's my go-to drink. Um, yeah. but for dessert, really simple. You can buy it for two dollars and fifty cents at your local Walmart or Kroger or whatever the hell you're located in. Uh, funfetti cake. That's my, uh, that's my favorite. That's my uh, go-to birthday cake. So. Wow. Have that as as the dessert for sure. You can't go wrong with it. Amazing choice for dessert. Thank you. I appreciate that. Andrew, what do you got? I think I got my list now. Well, I, 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 
I kind of took this meal as not a meal that I would want, but it would be a meal if I was a Masters champion and I would be giving it to my fellow Masters champions to try to, you know, impress them with foods that I like and stuff. So going this you know, same thing back to the roots. So that my appetizer would be cheese curds, just your traditional breaded cheese curds, you know, straight kind of like Culver's style. I might, I might even get them catered, catered in from Culver's, you know, go straight no, up. No, 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 no. Cheese curds. no, you no. know, there's better curds out there than Culver's. All right. And I'm not hate on Culver's. I love Culver's. Well, maybe cheese some curds maybe, are. Maybe we get the Wisconsin State Fair cheese curds. I don't know. All right. The stringy ones. We'll go, we'll go with some good yeah. cheese curds. And then uh, straight out of my mom's kitchen for the appetizer, going to bring her down to Augusta. We're going to get the seven-layer salad that she's known for. Um, she loves to make the seven-layer salad. I don't know what goes into it, but everything, everybody that eats it whenever we're together, they absolutely love it. Are you going to make her make it? What? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Give, she'll me, oversee give me, it. Give me like she'll two ingredients. Bacon, I like two I honestly even bacon cheese, mayo, Green beans, I mean, uh, peas, not green beans, lettuce. There's two more I'm missing. But it, it's like a really odd combo. And like, I hate mayo and stuff like that. But it's like, it, it, it just goes together. It really works. Well. Okay. It, it does work. It, it is very good. I don't know if it's uh, try it. special to her, but you know, it's something that she makes pretty often. But it's, okay. uh, it's damn good. Mm-hmm. And then for the main course, of course, our drink of choice, uh, brand old fashioned Wisconsin style. So, yes, there. But the, the meal of choice, venison, venison beef st- tips seared with butter, and then twice-baked potatoes for the side. Very good. And then uh, the the um, dessert, just your traditional dirt cake. Straight from straight from uh, fourth grade birthday, you know, bring in your birthday meals, your birthday mom made dirt cake. That's what we're getting. We're bringing in dirt cake for dessert. Oh, yeah. Worm gummies, yeah. right? What was that? Worm gummies. gummies will be on the side. Yeah. I don't really like the gummies, but yeah. uh, I think gummies ruin it if they're shoved in there. The gummies on the side. You want the gummies? Can we get the, get we get the sour ones too? Sure. You can get they got to stick out of the dirt. They got to just, just for mm-hmm. just for just viewing, you know, to get the full aesthetic of it all. Yep. It's just got to stick out, you know, and then people can just, you know, pop, put it to the side, stick to the young ones if need be. Hanging like out it. the side of the cup. Yes. All presentation. For the worms. Mm-hmm. All right. For mine, I kind of piggyback some some of your guys's. I like I like a lot of your guys' ideas here. Okay. Uh, first off, we're gonna start with, and I'm gonna go kind of with the theme here of Wisconsin. Um, I'm going beer cheese dip with pretzels. Um, I make a mean beer cheese dip. I used to buy exclusively uh, from Festival Foods. Um, it was good, but sometimes it was inconsistent. And I found out how to make myself, and it's perfect every single time now. So I do it that way. I'll make it if I win the Masters. You know, I'll make it myself. I'll go back there and I'll do it. You know, it's three ingredients. Uh, four, sorry. Um, Question, are you going to do, like, like hard pretzels or, like, Bavarian soft? Hard pretzels. Hard pretzels. Rolled golds. Show me way to do it. Oh, not Straight rolled. up. You <laughs> gotta, you're going to get two. You're going to scoop it so much that you got it overflowing on top of you. You probably got your finger in it a little bit, but that's okay. It's on top. Um, and it's for you, right? Granted, you'll probably get your own little bowl, um, which will probably still be like a breakfast, like cereal bowl style still, because you're going to want a lot of it. You're going to want it. Um, next, uh, in the appetizer section, bacon wrapped smokies. I also make those myself. Uh, very good. They're candy, you know, got the brown sugar on them. Very good. 
Put a little Dirty Dick's hot sauce on there. Woo! Real good. Um, <laughs> main course, we're going to go bratwurst. I'm going to piggyback Barbara here. Um, I'm going to, uh, yeah, bratwurst for sure. I think that is going to be a good one. You're going to get that hot uh, juice explosion in your mouth first bite, and then it's going to pop, and it's going to be delicious. Um, to go on the side of that, I thought about doing an old-fashioned, but then I thought, you know what? I'm going to change it up a little bit. I'm a real... A uh, real go-getter for the Fox River Brewing Company's Blue Bobber beer, all right? It's got blueberries in it. It's got a little flavor to it, almost, you know, the summertime, summer shanty kind of feel to it, but blueberry. It's very good. And uh, to top off the entire thing, I'm going to go ice cream cake where you get like that, that, like, yes, you get that uh, cool. little, like, crunch and that chocolate fudge section right there, right in the middle. And you really just like kind of scoot the ice cream along the side. You eat it, but then you get that crunch with the fudge right in the middle. Oh, so perfect! It's perfect. <laughs> Solid choice for sure. Thank you. I'm gonna make this for myself this weekend. I'll watch the Masters. There's a whole meal. That Lee then just make him make the whole meal for yourself. I'll do it. <laughs> watch me. It'll be Deliver hard to get the beer. <laughs> I do. I do have other blueberry beer. Not not exactly the Fox River Brewing Company, but I have the. Um, um, Milwaukee Brewing Company. I have their blueberry. I mean, if you did all of the foods, I would still be impressed. <laughs> all right. I'll do it. Yeah, sure this it is, is not that difficult. I've made most of these. Ice cream cake would be the most difficult. <laughs> <laughs> that, that one will give you a pass. You can just order that one. Yeah, okay. yeah, you can just get that from Dairy Queen or Culver's. I don't know if there's a Dairy Queen open yet or by me. You're in Minnesota. There's a Dairy Queen on every block. You would think so, but Rochester, I think, only has like two, and I think they're both closed during the winter. I don't think they're grilling chills. I think they're, uh, I think they're like uh, Rapids, where they're, they're closed rapids. during the winter. Yeah. What about Cold Stone? There's definitely a Cold Stone. There you go. Do they make cakes? That's, oh yeah, they do. They're better than Dairy Queen. Oh shit. Actually, I think I've had one. Yeah, they're good. I've never had a Cold Stone cake. Since I'll since you boys. Since my dinner had my mom making the seven-layer salad, if I have to make that meal this weekend, can I get her to make it for me? Because I will not be able to do that. There's an art to it. <laughs> I'll allow it. Cheese curds, venison beef t- tips, and dirt cake have to be the easiest meal that, I've, that I could think of for a master's meal. So, um, I think we can go we move on, on to the, the next. Golf? Now, well, yeah. That, yeah, now that yeah. everyone's hungry, maybe start uh, drafting. I was actually just thinking about what is in my kitchen. <laughs> our celebrity, <laughs> our celebrity foursomes. We celebrity we going for celebrity foursomes. And I thought this is a cool, cool little like idea. So, if you were going to go to Augusta, you could take three people anywhere. Who would you take? Should we uh, do a reverse order this time. Start with Lee. Yeah, Lee. Who would you take? Sure. Um, I want to say. Right off the bat, I took people that I knew that had golfed, celebrities that I knew were golfers. I didn't want to just take Joe Blow down the, you know, like this random guy just because I think he'd had a good conversation. I did, I did people that I know who golf and are good golfers, technically, mm-hmm. uh, at least from what I heard. So Charlie Day from Always Sunny in Philadelphia, um, I hear he golfs a lot. And he also golfs with Jason Bateman, so I took him as well. I think that would be a good comedy duo right there. But even just to add, not the best golfer, I am sure. However, as known to have been on the course and also hilarious, Adam Sandler. I think that would be a hell of a trio right there. Plenty like of that. laughs. We get some drinks maybe around. Woo! That's a good foursome right there. 
stole you stole my guy right there. Lee. I like that. One. Yeah, Sandman. That would be a fun group. Oh, be. Who's up? If we're doing reverse, then that leaves Andrea. So my foursome, I kind of took a little bit of uh, what what Lee said. Um, I tried to take some guys. Um, I mean, one guy is one guy that I've always been childhood hero of mine, childhood hero of a lot of guys. But um, he's also a really, really avid golfer. Michael Jordan mm. um, would be a great person to take with. He's super competitive, so it'd be fun too to like even just. He's super good at golf. He's got to be one of the one of the better celebrity golfers out there. Um, I've heard just stories of him, even in his Chicago Bulls days, going out to the course before the game and fucking with guys and betting against guys, you know, their other team, like, I'm going to beat you. And I heard a, I heard one time he got so hammered on the course, they were like, how, how is he going to play? I think it was from that uh, Netflix him show. And or whatever. Him and Ronan. He's like, how? how the hell are you going to play? And he turned or dropped like 40 on him that night or some shit like that. So I think he'd be awesome to golf with. Um, and then to pair with him in the cart would be Kevin Hart. Um, I have no idea if Kevin Hart can golf, but he is absolutely hilarious. And I think he would be absolutely hilarious to add in the cart with Michael Jordan. Um, and I kind of put a little twist on my foursome. Uh, Michael Jordan and Kevin Hart, I'm assuming Kevin Hart's bad at golf, are going to be playing against me and Bill Murray is okay. my third to go on to go into the celebrity foursome. Uh, avid golfer. He's a good golfer. Obviously, he was in Caddyshack. He's also a big Cubs fan, huge Cubs fan. So I could bullshit with him in the card about that. You know, his movie career. I, I like him as an actor. So um, it'd be it'd be that'd be my foursome: Michael Jordan, Kevin Hart, and Bill Murray walking around in Augusta. Although I did say cart, we'd be walking, but um, you know, going up. You're not gonna play at Jordan's course. Hmm. You're not gonna play at Jordan's course, the one well, where this, he takes this, everyone to gamble with them. Well, maybe maybe after I take him for all these all of his money <laughs> at Augusta, he'll he'll go for a rematch and and try to, try to play me at his course. <laughs> so yeah, funny Michael Jordan has like a 19th hole on his course just to settle bets. That's literally yep. the point of like his his oh, hole, awesome. his 19th hole. <laughs> I uh, have to admit I was pretty stupid and, you know, in saying a foursome, I actually chose four people. So I had to in the... Uh, you don't play, you're kidding. Yes, exactly. Which would be fine with me if I'm walking Augusta and playing with all, all those guys. But I had to cry. I had to uh, nick someone. Um, but anyways, to make a foursome, I would have to... I know we deemed it as a celebrity foursome, but this guy's a celebrity as well, just because of how incredible of a golfer is. And he's the most famous golfer in the world, so... First guy would be Tiger Woods for sure. I think that would be uh, if I had to choose between playing at Augusta or playing with Tiger Woods at some hold-on golf course. I'd put Tiger Woods at some hold-on golf course. Um, so first guy would be Tiger. Tiger doesn't count. I'm just kidding. I just yeah, the buzzer. Yeah, <laughs> I, just, I thought that was like a fax machine. <laughs> like a really old, old doorbell. <laughs> Sorry, I just second, to use the buzzer. Second guy is kind of on that same breath that Lee was alluding to is uh you know someone that's a really good celeb a big celebrity and also uh an avid golfer and a good golfer and it's um Aaron Rodgers, my favorite. Well, I guess I should say one of my favorite NFL right, players. Give him the horn again. Under the Jets, it is it. You're a Vikings fan. I don't want to hear it. And then the final guy is Adam Sandler. I, I don't think he really golfs them. <laughs> 
Can I even say the damn thing? Gee, for crying. <laughs> but, uh, hey, I'll give you some credit. Go, Pat, go, motherfuckers. There I'll we go. That one. There we go. <laughs> but no, he's, I, I love all those dang Adam Sandler movies, you know, Billy Madison, Happy Gilmore, Big Daddy, whatever you name it. Uh, I think he'd be a fun, uh, that'd definitely be the guy that I'd share the cart with. Uh, so I think that would be a pretty fun foursome of Aaron Rodgers, Adam Sandler, and uh, Tiger Woods. Sorry if uh, Tiger doesn't count, but we're going to have to allow it. Who's, who's your fourth? I don't want to tell you now because I I, I miss – it was another famous golfer. <laughs> <laughs> Jack Nicholas, that was who it was, but that's all right. We can't walk the course if he's playing, but uh, we'll, we'll be taking a cart. I think John Daly. If I had to pick any golfer to golf with, it would 100% be John Daly. Tiger? Yeah, I'd pick Daly. Yeah. I mean, it'd be fun, but, like, dude, it's Tiger Woods. Like, that's the most – I don't know if John Daly would be that fun. You don't really? think? I don't know. Maybe. I yeah, feel like no, Tiger, you have to, think, like, know Tiger to, to kind of get with him, you yeah. know? Like, if you were just Start thrown into joke. it, I think, yeah, I don't think he would probably warm up like to you. As a... well as, like, Sandler would, you know? Sandler would probably laugh at anybody. Yeah. I feel like I have a shot to golf with John Daly, too. Like, I could just roll into, like, the random Lake Geneva course, and he might happen to be there, and I, I could mean, golf with him. Tiger ain't he's actually playing there this year. Really? Oh, yeah. really? Okay, oh, he's yeah. playing um that uh the Instagram girl. Oh, Paige. Oh, uh, yeah, they're doing a match at uh Paige Geneva Paige. National. Really? Oh, I, I see that. Yeah. Yeah. I think you can win to play with them, maybe, or they're just having a match. I can't remember. Okay, well, I didn't see that. Again. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, if I could, if I could, if I. I don't know. Tiger would be fun to golf with, but I feel like everybody just says they want to golf with Tiger. Like, I'm really shitting on Dan here. I got there twice and just kicked me on down. That's all right. You said celebrity golfers or whatever. What am I? Am I supposed to have some guardrails around that? Like, come on. <laughs> it can be whatever you want. My, no, I'm not mine's a little shit. off the rails. So yeah, who you got, Jake? All right, uh, I'm gonna play some audio for my first one. <laughs> Oh, we'll sorry, that was premature. <laughs> see if it works. And his name is John patients ...to do everything they can to stop these terrorist killers. Thank you. Now once it's right. My first overall pick is George Bush. George W. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> now watch this drive. <laughs> You guys with us, they had all the presidents, let them work it out. Bush, yep. Trump, and Obama. So, coming in at number two is Donald Trump. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, my, my third to round it out is going to be Obama. Oh, my God. So, we'll, well, we'll finally, a, uh, we'll finally settle some debates. I feel like they would actually all be kind of fun. <laughs> Oh, it would man. be all fun in their own way, just bickering at yeah. each other, probably. Yeah. Tell, tell me a, a match or match five or whatever streak they're on right now of, of Trump versus Obama would not be the highest viewed match. That would be amazing. Time. Yeah. Tell Obama me. would get his ass kicked up. I would I would I would pay-per-view that. Yeah, I would, <laughs> I, I would. Dude, Trump's actually good for like 70 years old. He's he actually good. pretty good. Although yeah. that's what I hear yeah. and that's what I see. I, I also hear some he stories from him just like kicking and pushing and stuff like that to get good lies and all but that. But he's got that he's got that weight he can just throw into it. So he's, he's power bottom. So 
<laughs> I didn't see that yeah, coming. Yes, that for those that, that's that's my group. <laughs> Me, who Bush, you, Obama, and Trump. Who are you riding with? If you're taking yeah, who are you riding yeah. with? <laughs> yeah, which one? You gotta throw Trump and Obama in a car cart together. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> All the drama. I'm riding with Bush for Bush for sure. He's no, the most entertaining. So. Talk about that oil. Yeah. <laughs> Afghanistan, wow. <laughs> Mission accomplished. All right, well, should we get to the actual tournament? Let's yeah. get to oh, golf, yeah, baby. Tournament. So, what do you guys think? You want to talk about our our players, or do we want to want to, want to draft the teams? I think we could go right into drafting and then yeah. uh, right. just add some commentary over top of it. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. Well, I'm going to take Scotty Scheffler. Thanks Ooh. for that. That's for your major. That's like, your locker, right? That's my major horse. I get him for the major season. I can't think of a better golfer to have for the major season. So, so it looks like I am not playing with the one iron. I can tell you that right now just because I got Scheffler. Let's go. I'll pump. Note to the viewers, actually, we should probably throw that in there. So this oh. year we're doing a little competition for the entire major season between the four of us. Um, so we randomly, I see Jake randomly selected the pick order. Um, we're going to select two major horses. So those guys are going to be our players for the entirety of major season. And then each major, we're going to select four people. Um, if I select a player, say Danny Willett for the Masters, I cannot select Danny Willett for the PGA. I cannot select him for the U.S. Open. I cannot select him for the Open. However, Jake for the Open could select Danny Willett, for instance. Um, my majors obviously are mine for the entirety of the season, so they're going to stay. Stakes at play here this year. Um, a loser of this, so the fourth place, is going to be designated to play with Jake Barber's Lady One Iron for an entirety of three. Nine it's three iron. Oh, three iron. Sorry, looks, lady. Looks like a one three. iron. I Jake, broke the, the one iron. Jake, I wrapped the one iron around the tree. And it says What's one that? iron. <laughs> I didn't. I, I just copied what Andrew sent me in. Oh. <laughs> Could do a little proofreading. So, so his lady iron, you get to play nine holes with. Uh, yeah, he didn't even proofread because I say nine or holes. So, um, so yes, you the loser will play nine holes. The winner, uh, we also decided, is a. Provided for, or provided by the three losers, gets a 12-pack of, last I heard, or something of the other, like 2023 major challenge winner golf balls provided by the losers. Good. Sounds okay. good. But with that being said, yes, I will take Scotty Scheffler. Well, that leaves it up to me here and uh, in the number two spot. Don't do it. And I'm proud to say I'm taking Rory, baby. That's true. I'm so pumped for Rory. Oh, my God. He's going to be the most consistent player. This is going to be great. Scotty might get this, but he ain't getting nothing else. <laughs> Rory's going to be knocking on that door every single time. I'm going to have to look at odds here just to, oh, shit. Yeah, it's, it's me. <laughs> You're going to take him? Yeah, I'll keep it chalk. I'll take John Rahm. <laughs> that's 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 why when we talked about the rules, I said to to have 
to have that to have two players so you can get the snake here and not get screwed screwed out of the top three. The, the score, uh, just to clarify, the scoring is just a cumulative of their overall score. So, like, let's say, let's say Rom shoots minus seven for all four of the majors, then his cumulative score is minus twenty eight. That's kind of, that's just how we're doing it. And then obviously, it's yeah. So, so, so each 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 not major like, is going to be an entity of its own. Um, so no. Anything with miscuts or no miscut penalty? Yeah, so the miscut penalty is, sorry, I should have reiterated that. So top four scores count. Uh, two people are eliminated. And if for some reason you have more than three people, more than two people eliminated, your score doubles. Okay. Sounds good. So, um, and then we will go to um, finishing position uh, or score to par, whatever their score to par is. And we'll kind of try to keep the scoreboard each major so we can kind of see where people are at. Um, we're going to go by position. So say I win this Masters, Jake went, takes second, third, fourth. We'll kind of go, you know, keep it at that. And the tiebreaker will be total score to par. So if if Jake has two last place finishes and two third place finishes and Lee has two last place finishes and two third place finishes, the tiebreaker will be whoever was worst scored a par. Hmm. Good. Same thing for the winner, obviously, if the winner is like that. So it's kind of like our own major. So I I might win the Masters challenge. Lee might win the PGA challenge, that sort of thing. So oh. I, I get two here? Yes, sir. Yep. Sweet. So I'll start with JT, even though I don't like his putting. Well, then let me have him. Well, he's mine. Sorry. <laughs> Actually, I'll just, I'll just run with the bros. I'll go JT and Spieth. Ah! Dude, you don't act like Spieth was going to come. I was taking Spieth. Peter. I was hoping somebody was just going to sleep on him. I was, I, was thinking about going, I was thinking about going somewhere else with it, but I'll pair the friends together. I... <laughs> I know it's super chalky, and I, I mean, he is the uh, next odds-on favorite, at least for the Masters, but he's also, I think, number four in the official world golf rankings. So I'll go I'll go more chalk with Cantlay. Chalk didn't work out this year for uh, March Madness. I mean, who's to say it's going to work out Can't now? play. <laughs> what was your joke about him, Andrew? Can't play? <laughs> Can't play. <laughs> It's just because he wouldn't win you bets. Yep. And he can't play in mass in majors. Don't <laughs> fall over, that. Jake. We'll see about that. Lee, who um, you got following up? That sucks, man. I was really hoping somebody was going to fall to me here. Um, I'm going to go... Uh, nope. Um... Today, Junior. Yeah, I'm stuck. I'm flipping between two guys right now. And this is tough, just... tough situation. This is who you got the whole season. I know. Uh, Max Homa. Okay. Is that a question? He's got a yeah. Max Homa. You sure about that one? I mean, no, like I'm it. not. I like it. Lee, he's like won it. three majors. I mean, that's a pretty good pick. I know what I really like <laughs> the Ooh. other guy. I was kidding. 
has Max Homo finished top ten in a major yet? I don't know. I don't. I mean, I know he has no wins, but I don't know. I say I don't know shit. So yeah, I, I, I really don't. Yeah, but it was gonna be. It was gonna be him or Day. Okay. That's who I was. Day might. Day might have vertigo. And Homa does know how to win, dudes. I mean, like that's, that's not a bad pick at all. He's got a, so many PGA wins. He just I like, I like Homa. Yeah. He's he's starting to he improved. He made all. I think he made all four cuts in the majors last year where he did not do that. He keeps getting um, better. Yeah, he's got a lot. Just did. I want. I wanted somebody who's gonna kind of make it, make that next move this year and make a name for himself really this year and stand above like the rest. I, I, I like it. Lee. Lee. Lee, he's, I didn't, my pick to, he's my pick to win the U.S. Open. Um, and Andrew, you got to add Tom Kim. <laughs> I didn't want to pick Tom Kim. I had him on my list of people <laughs> to talk about at first. And then I was like, no, because he's kind of, like Andrew said, he's kind of almost our mascot now. Like I, Do you have like a, do you have a, a train horn that you can play in the background um, whenever we say Tom Kim? No, but I could. <laughs> <laughs> I could. <laughs> Tom, Tom Kim. Tom Kim should be uh, disallowed from the Brunker Boys team selection because we're all going to cheer for him. Regardless. I yeah. have a goal horn. You want that? That should probably be the same for Rory, though, because we all, we all cheer for Rory. That's true. Yeah, I, don't know, I don't know if Daniel cheers for Rory as much. I like Rory. I do like Rory. Mm-hmm. All right, Andrew. Um, yeah. I don't know. I was not expecting... To have both Xander and Willie Zalatoris as my selections here, um, both really, really good in majors. They're a really good comparison to Scotty because Scotty wins majors. These guys place in second. So if Scotty's winning all the majors, I guess somebody's got to place second. Nice. <laughs> um, but I'm gonna go. That's Tom, that's Tom Kim's music. <laughs> I'm gonna go with uh, Will Zalatoris for my team. Uh, I know he's working on a new swing. He had some injuries. Um, he might not do that great this year or this Masters, um, but I think he's going to come along. He is my pick to win the PGA Championship, so I got to take him here. Just hope he, hope he's okay in the Masters. Kind of finds his swing and he keeps yeah. on getting healthy and healing up. He got yeah, beautiful putting stroke. Yeah. Yeah. He lost like I read that he lost like seven pounds two weeks ago because he, whenever that that Dell Technologies. Was, was that the match play? Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he got, got really, really sick, and he's down like mm-hmm. seven pounds from that weekend because he was so sick. So, I, which means he looks like a dog that's been starved for six yeah, years he looks, because <laughs> he doesn't have any body weight to lose. Yeah, that that's why it's like seven pounds doesn't seem like you know that terrible, like terribly much for like a bigger dude, but like a guy that's skin and bone like Willie Z, that's that's quite a lot of weight to lose in a two week span. The other thing we get we can do with Tom Kim is since you use him and you lose him, all four of us probably will have a shot to get Tom Kim. So it just depends on which major you're going to get him in. I like True. it. Everyone does get Tom at some point. So uh, so Tom Kim's back back. Tom Kim, Tom Kim, Tom Kim. Horn, please. Horn, please. That's Tom you. Kim. Yeah, there you oh, go. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Tommy Kim. Right. He, he's back on. He's back on. Back on the train for being selected. <laughs> So, Jake, we go in reverse order now, so you get to go first for your master selection. Oh, I thought you were taking time. Oh, again. reverse, reverse? Mm-hmm. Reverse. 
Reverse, reverse. Unless you actually, the probably the most. Yeah, that's probably the most fair thing. No, I think it probably it's should stay with you because then if we, and eh, maybe not, maybe it would be most fair since these are the permanent picks. Yeah, probably. yeah, and I was thinking maybe we could re-randomize it too because we're going to re-randomize it for the next four tournaments. Yeah, that's uh, probably most fair to have Jake go since we all just got to pick our major horses. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So have me go. So yeah, yeah. Tomkin. I <laughs> for the Masters because I don't think he'll compete in, well he'll play in them but I don't think he'll have as good of a chance at them um, I'm going to go with DJ for the Masters nice and I think he'll suck ass at the rest of them he has an success at Augusta. That's a terrible pick. He won the fake, the fake match. Yeah, right. He's right. It's like them saying when the Badgers won the uh, 2020 national championship because they simulated it that year. It's, that's uh, he won the fake. <laughs> um, I'll go with uh, arguably the best ball striker on tour. I'll go with Colin Morikawa. I know Andrew probably wanted him, but uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna snatch him at uh, number two. A good pick. Thank you. Probably honestly, who I should have taken for uh, my pair, but that's missed out. Well, we can get him in one of the uh, other three majors. Leo, we got. Yes, sir. Oh, I'm taking Cam Smith because this is it. Why don't, you know, you have your own little chimes back there. Why don't you uh, do the uh, that buzzer or whatever that thing is when I said Aaron Rodgers? Because uh, you're taking the first live golfer off. Oh, actually, no, we got DJ. Sorry. I already took DJ me. was first. Yeah. Sorry. Well, I'm going to go Xander. <laughs> Xander's got great history here. And then I'm going to... Ooh. Hmm. I think he's I'll I'll just keep this uh spreadsheet nope. going. I'll just add some score shit in there. Oh, okay. Wait. I think I gotta go. I think he's gonna have a really good week this week, Victor Hovland. No. I, I gotta take I gotta take we, Victor. We can take him in future weeks. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> God damn it. I don't know. There's a lot of like little uh, creeks and things around the greens that he can <laughs> plumb chips. So it. it's funny because he everyone says that he sucks at chipping, and at Augusta the dude is a positive yeah. strokes gamed around the green guy. Yeah. Just for yeah. some reason, just like just like Will Zalatoris knows how to putt at Augusta, even though he's the worst one of the worst putters on tour and, and other events. Victor Hovland for some reason can chip at Augusta. I love him. Yeah, he, just weird. I mean, it goes back to when he was like the he finished as the best overall amateur when Tiger Woods won the Masters. Like he's he always knows how to play at Augusta, so I like that pick for sure. And I am biased, so it's you know take with a grain of salt. Those he, outfits though, they, they need some work. Yeah, he does. Mm -hmm. Lin Lingard outfits. <laughs> Those are something. And he like keeps a, must Eastern European. <laughs> yeah, man. Sorry, Lee is back on the charge. What, uh, what um, range do we do? We have to have a range at these ones. 
Nope. Don't matter. These ones don't matter. Take a fantasy football snake draft. Okay. Um. Damn it! I think everything. We have Morikawa on here. Oh yeah, you guys took it last time. Well, the other guy Um, is still up. Jason Day still on there. Yeah. Yeah. Take him, take him, take him, take him, take him, take him. Yes. Vertigo. I like JD this week, too. He's been playing really well lately, so. I got my next one, too, already. I know you guys ain't taking him. (sighs) The, uh, one of the things that stuck out to me the most that I saw on Twitter today was, uh, in the nine of the last 11 Masters winners have been at 1.7 strokes gained tee to green or better in the three months leading into the Masters. So you got like Scotty Scheffler, Rory, Cantley, Morikawa, Rom, Day. And the final guy on that list for this year is Cam Young. So I'm going to go with Cam Young. I like it. I'm <laughs> just kidding. I just want to go with Rob Burko this weekend. That's not what I thought it was. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> that was different. Oh, I haven't used these in a while, man. It's been like a month since we had an episode. Jake, you were on the clock. I am. Speaking of which, gotta add that music. Man, I'm trying to think. There's one guy sitting on that list that has the best odds out of everyone on there. Wow. Yep. I think I'm going to take Fee now just because I don't, Family I don't man. see I don't see him doing well at some of the others. So yeah. I think Augusta's his his best shot. I fell in love with you know when he uh hit that hole in one on the practice round like three or four years ago and then when he was celebrating like broke his yeah. ankle. <laughs> we have a connection there, the yeah. loose ankles. So <laughs> I like that. You're up again. Oh, I get to go right in the three. Oh man. The Masters. Who could do it again? Actually, I'll do Hideki. Nice. Hmm. Another reason for that is the same as a lot of them. I don't think he'll do well at the other one. That's that's been my that's a good so strategy. Far. Yeah, yeah. It is. all three of them. It is gonna get hard when we have our fourth major with like us not having overlapping picks and stuff. It's gonna, it's gonna be a little painful. A big big spreadsheet and I'm gonna have mm-hmm. a return error when you have a double. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta you gotta make sure you type it the same though every time. So B D my same shorthand for everyone. Yeah. B D V. Just throw a super wrench into this and just eliminate all these guys from the list. Oh lordy. We're drafting freaking Hideki Matsuyama's brother by the US by the British Open. Or sorry, Jake, the open. I think uh, since I'm up, I'm going to go with uh, one of the guys that's actually my pick for later for the mid-tier guy. I'm going to go with Sam Burns. Mm. He's good. I, why am I the only guy that gets one? <laughs> I know I went chalk on the first two and then like, whatever. <laughs> it's our ongoing joke. <laughs> Not taking you guys to the Masters. Andrew might even be mixed up that list now. 
Nice. All right, Lee, who you got? I'm going to take Brooksy Kepta. I'm taking, I'm taking Brooksy. Mm. I'm not as excited about that one, but I know I can get the guy that I want in the next round. Honestly, I like it. He's coming off of a win. He's coming off a win. He's got confidence. And with us only taking – For as much as that's worse. Like, Brooks could easily just pop off. Like, he's – that he has such a great history at majors, so we'll see. And he's not hurt yet this season, so not a bad tournament to have him in. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna go back to back with a couple Koreans. Ooh. One by the name of Sung J M. Who has a let me see here. What's his what's his master's history? I know he's missed one cut. Where is Sanjay? It's really damn good. It's very good. Sanjay's history is a two, a miscut, and an eight. And the miscut. Does he still what? play like every event on tour? He plays yeah. a lot of events. So he, he didn't. He didn't have a. Is... He didn't have a home for a while. He just That's lived cute. in yeah. hotels and played every single event. Mm-hmm. His recent history is pretty good too. Uh, he's in good form. His last three events: twenty-first, sixth, and seventeenth. So he's playing pretty good. Um, and also the missed cut that he had in 2021. Um, I don't know if anybody remembers watching him, but there was like a chip. I think it was 15 or, or something. It was He chipped it, and it um, like took a weird bounce, and it literally ran off of the green and into the water. And then he had to drop it like on the other side of the water. And he took like a quadruple bogey and then missed the, the cut. Yeah, so, downhill one. Yeah. Um, so... I think he really, tr- he really, truly should not have a miscut here. But then, um, I'll say, I think other... his shoulders getting tired. He's he's holding up that light bulb. You gotta you gotta hurry up with that next. <laughs> My other Korean is from Australia, <laughs> and his name is Minwoo Lee, Ooh. and that dude is a bomber. Dude he's can dead. hit it so far, and he's a little he's he's shorter, but he can he's a bomber. Uh, first year that he spent. Here at Augusta, 14. Drives the ball about as far as Willie Zalatoris, about as far as Justin Thomas, and he is a good, good golfer. Plays in the uh, DP World Tour, is that what it's called nowadays? Um, he plays but he's a, lot, played, a decent amount of PGA events. He does play a lot of events. Um, but he, His sister's better, though. Yes. I don't know. A better record. He's, his most recent, his most recent good finish is at the Players, where he took sixth. The players, doesn't, she, big had, time doesn't she have like two or three majors? His sister. Yeah. Yeah. What's what's her first name? Um. And she's actually it's funny because Minwoo's Lee's nationality is Australia, but I think that hers is still Korean. Hmm. Hmm. He has an Australian accent too, which is funny. Yeah. <laughs> all right Lee, let her go let her rip all right and with my final selection of the masters will be Corey connors <laughs> oh <laughs> Corey connors i was hoping to take him a little higher almost i thought about picking him over brooksy and i was like you know what i bet i can wait i can wait all right. i almost I'll, put uh, tommy fleetwood i almost yeah, Ooh, I was looking at Tommy. Team. I love the hair. 
Yep. I'll uh, I'll round out my uh, last pick with Shane Lowry. Wow. Are we gonna are we gonna have mm. are, we, are we gonna miss the the Tom Kim? I'll so take that. Okay. Your <laughs> do it I'm gonna take, take that for you. Oh. There we go. <laughs> the anchor. You know, I kind of feel bad, Tom. Tom the Tom the Tank. Kim is like our spokesperson, and we just took him with the Mister Irrelevant pick. <laughs> sure. We should make a Tom. We should make a Tom Kim shirt. We should. Again. We'll work on. We'll we'll workshop it. We should start. Right. Let me get it. Start. Like it could be like uh, I don't know. This would get around trademark. It could be like Thomas the Tank Engine. But we replace the face on the front of it with his face. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> but like, a, uh, make it like look like a golf cart or something, or on a golf course. <laughs> he's so it. he's so fun to watch. Like I like, like he's literally like he excites. Like he just is exciting to watch. Kind of like Tom or uh, Tiger Woods is. Like he just reminds me of like Tiger Woods in the way that like he cheers and he gets the crowd excited and stuff. I found it funny that he was playing with Tiger. And then he just absolutely just <laughs> missiles something into the crowd. He's never going to be invited back to the super group. Who's he in a group? He's in a in a group Thursday and Friday with pretty couple big names yet. Who's his group? I don't know. I'll uh. Jake's looking it up right now. I gotta. I will be right back. Got to run to the uh, restroom. That summer shandy's are running right through me. So give me a. You guys can carry on to the next stage if you want, but I'll be right back. We'll start with our players. Where is. Practice with those guys, though. I'll look it up on the Masters app here. Kind of still have to download the Masters app. I'm going to add that as a, a task to do. Mock up Tom Kim design. I feel like Tom Kim is is not like super popular enough to where if we tweet at him yeah. enough, he might he might get, yeah yeah tweet at him. He might get a he might uh, give us a shout too. As long as he doesn't listen to the podcast and realize that we took him with the <laughs> Mr. Relevant pick. Well, not he's last of our choices, but... Last of our choices, yes. Yeah. I would Overall, say he's probably the lowest odds. What, Man, 16? Maybe, maybe top 16? Min-woo. We gave him a... No, we gave yeah, him a top 24. Yeah. Minwoo might have. Actually, yeah, he's got longer odds than anybody else that we listed, I think. Well, that's yep. it. We, we picked him over how many other people? Mm-hmm. Yep. On the T-shirt. So how Korean, about that, Tom? Korean players do so well at the Masters. I don't know. Like, I don't understand, like, why. I don't know. It's because it's so much like their courses, probably. Probably. Uh, just like they have, you know, they have a lot of they have a lot of elevation there. Okay. Um, and then the course is like just so like pristine and like manufactured, which is 
a lot of their courses are like that too. They're not mm -hmm. like super natural. So anything that they played like competitively growing up was probably like not that far off from like what Augusta is in terms yeah. of like con conditions and like um, how they're trying to play it. That'd be a fun place to do a golf trip. Yeah, I think it'd just be so far down the list, though. Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, everything there too. Unless I win, like going and playing like it's like going and having like super luxury, mm. and then playing like almost like it's like playing Augusta, where it's just like it's almost like playing off of like carpet. Everything's perfect. Hmm. There's not really like history or anything to it. There's some mountain courses, which are pretty sweet, but yeah, it's just it's about uh having the best possible experience. Interesting. But it'd be fun to do. Oh yeah. So Tom Kim is playing with Rory McElroy and Sam Burns for two days. So nice. that's a that's a little power group there. He 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 raises his ability with who he plays with too. I would, I would like. Because that's what he did in the President's Cup. Like he was I'm placing, team. I'm going to place a bet on him just because he's got really good odds. I think his game suits um, the Masters very well. Um, I think right now he's just under, he's in the mid-range um, of uh, what we're going to talk about. Um, but I think his game suits really well. He's not playing the best. Like he was on a heater at the end of last year. He's not playing as good now. But I think, I mean, you go to you can go to Augusta and flip it on at any time. But I guess um, now that Daniel's here, we can kind of kick in to talk about some players. I think that's all that's left, right? Yeah, we have got the favorites, the miscut, the mid, and the long. Yep. Um, so I'm not sure how long Lee would like to keep his podcast, but so my top guy to win it, is Colin Morikawa. I think actually his odds now have fallen to the mid-range that we talk about, the 25 to 1 to um, 75 to 1 range. He's right at like 28 to 1 right now from what I'm seeing. But um, I think I, I think you could still consider him a favorite. Uh, he's playing really, really good golf yet. Um, he's one of, if not the best iron players in golf. He's not overly long. But he's accurate as hell, so he's you know he's always going to be shooting, hitting from the from the nice stuff. Got a couple of nice finishes here. Took took sixth at Genesis, which is a very good comparison to um, uh, Augusta. Took thirteenth at the Players, and his most recent was twenty eighth finish. So he's got some decent finishes. He has one miscut at the Arnold Palmer in between there. Other than that, this is still pretty good. And then his Masters. His, his master's trend, uh, similar to somebody like uh, Scotty, who went 19th, 18th, 1st. Um, Homa or Morikawa has trended in the right direction. His first time, 44th. His second time, 18th. And this most recent one, 5th. So he's only got four positions to go up, so why not one? Uh, I, I really do like Morikawa this week. I'm putting him in a lot of DraftKings lineups. He's very, very cheap, cheap on DraftKings. So if you guys are... On DraftKings, if you guys listening on DraftKings, consider Morikawa 9100 because he's pretty damn. That's pretty damn cheap considering Scotty Scheffler is 11,100. Yep. So, 
Um, top guy to miss, can't play. Can't play is top guy to miss the cut. That can um, be your guy every single time. The hater. He is going the to hater. be until he decides that he knows how to play until golf. Until he wins a major. When it matters. No, he doesn't have to win. He doesn't have to win, but a top 10 would top ten would be okay. Like, you know, especially at Augusta. Um, dude's going to pop off in every single model when you look at stats for the PGA Tour because he's a really, really good golfer in non-majors. Um he he beat how many people or he at one point he was like i can't remember, i think in 2021 i think he beat four golfers three of them are probably dead now i mean like literally like he he cannot play in majors i i i will die on that hill until he proves <laughs> otherwise i think he's a great golfer but for some reason when the lights are bright he forgets that he's a great golfer so i will not rely on him i will not pick him until he he is done he's and he he has lost me some money in some DraftKings lineups and some bets because i i i was a sucker and i said hey look at these stats these stats are awesome i think he's finally gonna do it and each year he just acts a capital p to can't play so i am i am off the can't can't lay train um Anyways, back back to that. Uh, my mid pick to to win at forty five to one, Hideki Matsuyama. Uh, I really like his price at DraftKings too, eighty five hundred dollars or eighty four hundred dollars. Sorry, um, just above Sam Burns, below Victor Hovland. Uh, Victor Hovland last year was ten thousand six hundred dollars. So he so just to put that in comparison for what he was last year, where Hideki's at now. Hideki, obviously, he won here in 2021. Um, he's got hella good finishes. I don't think he's missed a cut here. Um, his finishes in the last five years, 19, 32, 13th, first, and even 14th, everyone was like, he's going to suck last year. He's, you know, he's coming off a major win, or he's coming off a Masters win. Not that many people do that well. Um, still took 14th. He just knows how to get around Augusta. Um, he's a little banged up. He had some, I think it was his neck or something going on. Um, but he played at the Valero Texas Open last week and took 15th. And um, the, I'm trying to think of the most recent tournament. He took 31st. And then the tournament before that, the players, he took fifth. So um, some pretty good finishes. And actually, there's an interesting trend with winners of the Masters. I think six out of the last eight champions in the Masters finished in the top 15 in two of their last three events, two of their three events prior. So Matsuyama um, fits into that trend. Interestingly enough, my other pick, uh, Morikawa, does not fit into that trend because he miscut 13 and 28, but um, maybe that he'll be one of the two of eight. But, yeah, Hideki, great, great golfer. Um, he's actually sporting a beard now. He, uh, the Valero Texas Open, he had like a, like a, I'd say a one centimeter long beard. I think he, I think I saw some pictures on the Hideki tracker Twitter or something. There's a funny Twitter handle. It's like just all, all the Twitter handle does is follow around Hideki Matsuyama. Um, but I think I saw some pictures that he might have shaved it. But he looked—he looked actually kind of like it was like the uh, dark horse, like Hideki Matsuyama at the Valero Texas Open. It was kind of awesome. So I'm thinking that he's going to have a nice, nice Masters here again. Um, either him or Morikawa would probably take it, if not for um, my real long shot, uh, Gordon, Gordon Sargent, um, a 300 to one. Um, if you're really going to put your money on it, right, right. 
I don't know that I don't know that you really want to do that, but I bet you his odds for a top twenty are pretty outlandish. Outlandish too. Um, yeah, he's forty four hundred to one, and he be his has they any amateur ever won? Uh, no. <laughs> any amateur ever won? So okay, all right. So this is a little little. Bryson got close. Did he? Like he was competing when he was an amateur. Yeah. So um so maybe maybe we just talk about like a low am low am bet for him if you're looking to looking to bet for him. Yeah, um, I mean he could still win. Yeah, I mean maybe a nice little payday ten dollar bet would win you four grand. So um, you know, maybe maybe a nice little throwdown um, just for an amateur winning. But, I mean distance is key at Augusta. If you're not Bryson DeChambeau and don't know how to putt if you can't read the point one degree of every slope. Um, par 67. Yeah, par 67 and proceeded to shoot a 79, <laughs> something like that. So He's sponsored by some new putter company now, too, that's like the most, the best putter out there now, too. Those, that commercial that he's in just makes me cringe. I uh, can't stand Bryson. But so I'm, he's, I'm kinda... he's not, so he's not a favorite. Otherwise, he would be my favorite to make. To what? Yeah, yeah. Bryson. But so I, I don't see him yeah. making a cut. Him or Phil. Him or Phil. Yeah, or Phil. I don't know if Phil's Phil, like sure. shutting anywhere close to seventy recently. So they've both been playing awful, and it's just like I don't know if it's they just don't really care about it as much anymore because they're making so much money or whatever up front. Playing easier know. courses too. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. the thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and easy easy fields too. Yeah. Yep. And getting blown out. Yeah, I'll give Cam uh, Smith credit though. Like, I mean, he's the only guy in the Live uh, tour that made himself available to media yesterday. Uh, like, I was watching. Nope. Yeah, yeah, and he answered things pretty well. Yeah, he's always been pretty great about it too. I mean, he said like he couldn't be happier. So, like, good for him. But like, he, I feel like a lot of those guys in the Live tour have been not as professional about it, and I feel like mm-hmm. Cam yeah. really handled himself well. Is that? It's honestly been like surprising. Like. DJ and Brooks have probably been the best about it too. Yeah, right? they're just like, yeah, we want money. We're getting older, and we don't want to play golf. <laughs> DJ, DJ is like, That'd be awesome. DJ is literally like the king of like, I don't give a fuck. Like, I don't yeah. give a fuck what you think. Yeah. And it's so awesome because he's like, dude, I just went because I don't want to play golf so much. I just want to yeah. make some. I want to make more money. <laughs> just leave me the fuck alone. Like, and he's done. And he's no one gave him shit. Like, no one gave no, him shit at all. There all these other live golfers that made a huge deal, like douchebag Sergio Garcia. Because well, they're pretending to be yeah. something more. Or yeah, freaking so. poor, poor Patrick Reed. Like, feel sorry for me. <laughs> Um, I did want to. I did want to actually. I mainly took Sergeant just to have an excuse to talk about him. Dude's got a 197 mile per hour swing. I think even Rory's is like 192 or 191. Yeah, they said he he can get it over 200. Yeah, that's just like that's 197 is like what he just shoots at. Like it's not like he doesn't have to push it for that. That's just absolutely insane. So he's gonna be fun to watch. I think he's in a group of Scheffler, isn't he? He's in one of the main groups. I yeah, I think it's with Scheffler and uh, um, I can find it here. Sergeant. Is it? Nope. Sorry. He's with, there's another amateur with Scheffler. Uh, he's with Zach Johnson and Jason Day. Ah. Um, but my uh, more realistic. Ooh, I wonder if I could place a bet on uh, 
Zach Johnson accidentally hitting his ball this year. <laughs> I, bet Bovada, I bet Bovada has that. <laughs> Since he does so, it in almost every awesome. big yeah. tournament. I think every major that comes around, it always pops up on Twitter as small videos of him accidentally hitting his ball. So my uh, more realistic win or long shot win would be Danny Willett, actually, if we're going to be realistic. He's 130 to 1. Um, now, we you didn't talk to Lauren. No, you, you just put one or the other, but I did want to bring up both. Um, the weather report looks really, really shitty for Friday, Saturday. It's Sunday looks a little bit better now. Um, the last two times that the weather has been this shitty, uh, Danny Willett's victory in 2016, was it? When Spieth choked, when the weather was that shitty. And then Zach Johnson's victory at plus one. And right. both of those guys are just grinders they don't hit the ball long um so look for shorter hitters guys that can get up and down you know get in the fairway type of thing if the weather gets shitty look for english guys if the weather gets shitty so um or justin thomas justin thomas is one of the best golfers i've ever seen in the wind so um but yeah but danny willett i like i like it 130 to one speaking of zach johnson i think I'll have to look it up, but he might be one of the few players, he might be the only player that has won multiple majors over par. Look it up. That's a hell of a I bet you it is, because he's only got, does he have just Did he, he won two, the Masters he over par? Yeah, it was plus one, and I know he won I the Open. I think he might have won his par. Open close to par. Does he have two Masters? Um, I think I he's he got two Opens. No, it might be two masters. masters or two masters. Two opens or two masters. Talk about the randomest, like multiple major winner. Guys like Xander Schauffele and fucking Will Zell Torres and Patrick Can't Play have none. Zach Johnson's got three. How the fuck do you explain that? Or Danny Will. He's got got that Iowa in him. Yeah. Get the grand out, but but yeah, Danny Will and also Danny Willett has like five top thirty finishes in the last like six events that he's played in. So he's actually like kind of trending in the right direction. So All right. Daniel. Daniel. Yes. On to you. Okay. Well, I'm sorry my dog was yapping. I had to mute myself for a bit there. Uh top guy no, my I- start barking. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, top guy that I chose to win would uh, be, you know, again, a chalky pick, Scotty Scheffler. Uh, odds on favorite guy to win for a reason, obviously. I mean, he won last year, and he's about as consistent as they come. And just looking back, I don't I mean, he hasn't finished outside the top 12 in an event that he's played in since last October, which is crazy to think about with all the different factors that play into golf. And then, as I mentioned earlier, I mean, he, he – He's already proven that he can be successful at Augusta. So I, I really do think he's got an incredible shot at going back to back. Shout out Drake. Uh, so the top guy that I have to miss the cut, I know I was also kind of just applauding him on how he handled himself with all the live stuff and was the guy that made himself available to the media. But um, I'm going to go with Cam Smith. Uh, I know he's the most recent major winner. Um that's playing um but i just kind of think you know with him joining the live tour at the end of the last year i just have kind of a bad gut feeling about him not performing well you know based on playing bad recently yeah and and (laughs) will he stop playing golf 
He's yeah. not playing yeah. golf for like four <laughs> months. He got you know, that, man, yeah. we're going to play in a few weeks. He just likes fishing. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean, I respect that. Like, I mean, but he's still like the odds that he has to win the Masters are like incredibly high. I just feel like, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, I know uh, who is it? is that Lee or is that uh, Jake? I can't Me. see the name. I know I someone else, well. Cam Smith as well. Too. I just think. Out of all those top tier guys, he kind of stands out to me as being a guy that would have the potential to, you know, actually miss the cut. I mean, it also wouldn't surprise me if he won the whole damn thing. But at the same, same. time, yeah. So it's, but I mean, but that's kind of that catch twenty one or catch twenty two, whatever the phrase is of, you know, we're picking a, a top tier <laughs> guy to miss the cut. We should uh, do. A, I wonder what the odds of a parlay of Cantlay and Cam Smith missing the cut. I bet you would be like thirty to one. Both of those two is missing. We should do all of ours. Uh, JT ain't missing the cut. Lee, yeah, I was gonna say, don't you mind. I don't know, unless he gets, I don't know, hit by a car like Happy Gilmore on the <laughs> Volkswagen. Volkswagen. Uh, anyways, moving on. It's also the guy that I picked um, in our little snake draft. They're the mid-range guy that I like to win. Uh, he's currently at twenty-eight to one odds. Is Sam Burns? Um. He's kind of like Max Holm. I mean, he just has won so many times on the PGA Tour, and I think he's only been on tour for three, four years. Uh, but he's already got five wins on the PGA Tour, and just like is, it seems like he's always in contention. Um, he's only played in one Masters before, and he missed the cut last year. But I also, I feel like that can kind of, you know, obviously help him because it's gonna, he's not gonna have those added factors of, you know, having nerves at, with it being his first Masters or not being familiar with the course. Um, just think he's been a super solid player, and I can see him making a run at it. And um, he's also one of the uh, best pu- best putters on tour. He's got the uh, ninth most strokes gained putting. Uh, he's ranked ninth in strokes gained putting, so I think uh, he's got a pretty dang good shot at it. And uh, twenty eight to one odds are pretty good. Um, he can win. Right. Yeah. As kind of, it goes on that same notion that we were talking to Lee about Max Homa. I mean, he hasn't won any majors or anything like that, but he knows how to win. So like, it's only a matter of time for sure. If they get there on Sunday. Right. Um, and then for my long shot twin, I went with, uh, I think I know how to pronounce his name, but it's, uh, Sahith Thagala. He's at 90 to one odds. I've always kind of loved that guy after uh, watching him at the Waste Management last year. I mean, he he was winning it for a while. I think he ended up finishing third. But he joined the PGA Tour last year, and he's already had uh, – he's finished in the top 25 in seven of the last 14 events that he's participated in. Uh, he's ranked in the top 30 in the uh, official world golf rankings, uh, and obviously that's for a reason. I just think at the 90-to-1 um, odds, it's a pretty dang uh, good bet. Um Super fun guy to watch, works hard. Uh, but at the same time, it kind of contradicts my same argument for Sam Burns with actually having that Masters experience under his belt. This is uh, Sahith Tagala's first Masters. So obviously there's a little bit of doubt in your mind with him not having familiarity with the course and uh, is definitely going to be nervous playing in his first Masters. But he's been playing really good golf, and uh, I think he's got a bright future ahead of him, and it's only a matter of time before he wins uh, a major at some point in time. You better hope the weather's nice. When that weather gets cold for when that weather gets cold cold for Sahith, he uh, he forgets he forgets how to hold a club. 
Wear some gloves, bud. <laughs> All right. We'll go on to mine. I'll make it pretty quick. John Rahm, favorite to win. He's just really good at golf. <laughs> Not much beyond that. No stats or anything. I just think he's good and... Don't really need stats for him, honestly. <laughs> yeah, they're all they're all in the top ten. So, <laughs> uh, yeah. So him, uh, Cam Smith missed the cut. Same reasons we just talked about. Um, being rusty, not really pay- playing competitively, maybe losing a little bit of the drive after winning the Open, stuff like that. Uh, mid to win, which is kind of funny because Lee has a Homa as a favorite, favorite, but he's right on that line. <laughs> Um, but yeah, same same sort of thing as the arguments that were made earlier about once he gets in contention, he just seems to stick around. He can really battle with it. He's got the mental game for it. So, um, and he continues to get better every time he plays um, the course. So, Max Homa to be the mid, and then my long shot is Adam Scott because he's won it before. He's got a beautiful swing, and he's, he just seems like an overall nice dude. So that's why I picked him. Nice guys finish last, though. <laughs> they do. I picked him last. So <laughs> can we? I picked last I'm just gonna interrupt here. I just thought. Speaking of nice guys, can we talk about the fact that um, uh, Patrick Reed did a practice round literally by himself for the Masters, <laughs> literally by himself. He probably cheated in that too. It is. Like, <laughs> he he like like all these Ruff like would have joined him if he wasn't uh, like, being indicted. Like Kepka <laughs> yeah. like Kepka golfed with Rory today. Like like Reed's going out and he's golfing by himself. Well, he's like talking about a guy that's like against. <laughs> he's suing he's everyone probably, else. He's probably gonna win. <laughs> okay. Patrick Reed's probably gonna win this golf tournament. He, he drives it as far as I do now. <laughs> <laughs> So did freaking Zach Johnson when he won two majors. That's true. Or masters. Yeah, I think I think the world would uh, the most boring final pairing that I could think of is Scotty Scheffler and Patrick Reed. That wouldn't be that boring. I think that if would Patrick be so Reed is boring. I think if Patrick Reed's competing in the final, that won't be boring at all. <laughs> Patrick Reed, I would hate my life if Patrick Reed was walking on the freaking Stop the tournament jacket. Can you imagine a more like they'd be like they'd be like Trump winning another election, honestly, to like the public, like just the reaction. Sorry, I shouldn't get political on a podcast, but um it's all right. I I picked all presidents for my fourth. <laughs> yeah, but you had a variety yeah, of yeah. public candidates. <laughs> and... Oh god, that'd be so bad. But just uh, I'd I think Scotty's gonna win, but God, that's I, he's so boring to watch. I, all I don't to, think we have to worry about it. All you have to look at is his big chin. And his <laughs> I smart. don't think we have to worry about Patrick. Was I, was I the only one that thought Scotty Scheffler was like in his mid thirties for the longest time? Oh my God, he's twenty five. Dude, yeah, like, yeah, twenty six. I remember yeah. you guys saying that last year, and I was yeah, shocked. It's like, <laughs> at the same time, it was like I'm also the idiot that thought Hasbula was like actually twelve, but the guy's twelve. <laughs> <laughs> So, Bula, so I don't really have much credibility. There's a little more reason to Hasbula being young. Scotty's such a you nice could be tricked by that. Guy. Yeah. <laughs> he's such a nice guy, but he's like the most boring guy to watch golf. He's even worse to watch win than DJ. 
it like at least DJ I know what in his head he's just like I don't give a fuck about you I don't give a fuck about you I know Scotty's a nice guy so he's even more boring to watch yeah, even on that uh that full swing is that what it's called on Netflix yeah uh, yeah I mean like I like the episode that he was involved in but it's like it's pretty darn boring. <laughs> <laughs> going home to his cookie cutter house. Like, he's I mean, he won the Masters and he's got his 2012 towel. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I, I'm not knocking him at all. I love the guy, but yeah, he is kind of uh, not eccentric or anything like that type. Of, those yeah. type of guys that like. Drunk. And he's so fucking good. And I mean, we could, we could all we should have just shortened this podcast to 30 minutes and stopped after we talked about our. Uh, or fucking celebrity foursome and just said, "Yep, Scotty's gonna win," and ended the four ended the podcast because yeah. I'm sure that's what's gonna happen. Yeah. Bradley. All right. Um, sure. um, yeah. So I probably looked at the wrong data here, but having Homa here, so I'm gonna change this one. I was gonna avoid him just for the fact that you know he's so up there, but yeah, I'll change it to my favorite win, uh, Rory. Um, Rory is just like the best overall golfer, I feel like. Um, and that's coming from a, nobody who knows shit about golf. So, but from what I've seen, every single major last year, he was just entertaining as hell, um, making the impossible seem possible. Yeah, so he's so consistent. Um, uh, my guy to miss, yeah, JT. Um, you know, there's a little theme here. It's a feeling. All right, it's just a feeling it's I got. Feeling. <laughs> it's a feeling I got, cause I don't know shit about fuck uh, when it comes about <laughs> golf. So um, yeah, so I picked him. Um, Big Dick Vic, I picked him for the middle tier win because that dude's a dog. Um, I love him. Um, what a what a drafted him here. Um, if I had the opportunity to, but he's already taken. And a long shot to win. I think it was Bryson at 85 to one, I think. Um, Yeah, I picked him just because he can drive. And sure, why not? Um, That's that's about all I got going for it. Yeah, good luck with that one. (laughs) (laughs) That guy can't golf anymore. (laughs) He forgot how to play. My parlays, my parlay, probably the best bet that I'll, that I could make on the Masters is like a parlay of DeChambeau and Mickelson missing the cut. I bet you that's pretty good odds. <laughs> we should do like five or six of them. Do like DeChambeau, Mickelson, Cantley, Smith. Oh my god! I might. I want to. I might do that, that tonight. The, I want to throw that tonight. into the odds and just see what that is. I'm gonna do a four Toxic. person miss the cut. See if I Toxic. can. <laughs> some All bets right. that i'm looking at making are uh, obviously i'm gonna i always make a tiger bet every Talk every major i make one um i did i did look at hovland 40 to 1 is pretty good for hovland and then obviously i took more cow at 28 to 1 they have a weird bet um on DraftKings that's uh it's a winner without um mcroy yeah. scheffler and rom mm-hmm. and then Jordan Spieth's odds to win are like sixteen to one, and without with those three guys, it's like without them, it's only, it only goes down to twelve to one. So it's like, yeah, because you could Remove you could have Spieth take like third and still get that. Yeah. Um, but then, then I really like like um, Justin Rose or Jordan Spieth to take for, to take uh, first in the first round. Jordan Spieth, I think, is going to be the first round leader. 
I just have a have a weird feeling. And then I do have obviously a, a winning bet on Tom the Tank. I, I had to do that. Of course, of course. I put the horn away. But I do. I am kind of curious to see. Uh, <laughs> I am kind of curious to see what uh, a parlay of missing the cut would be. So who who would we say? Cantley, uh, Bryson, Phil, Cantley, and Smith. Cantley, where's Cam Smith? Cam Smith odds to miss the cuts plus three hundred. That's pretty like compared to like oh. Rory's plus seven hundred, even DJ's plus four hundred, and Cantley's like up there in terms of the winning odds. So it's pretty high low. What were the other ones now? Bryson and hole in one bets. Ooh. Yeah. Do you do you think there's gonna be a hole in one this week? I think the odds say that. Odds favor there being one, but if you go and if you choose two hole in ones, that's when it's like getting gets into the plus odds. <laughs> Phil's odds to to miss the cut are minus one thirty five, so he's actually favored to miss the cut. <laughs> I'm not surprised. I love it. I love it. Apparently, the DraftKings does not let you do this. From the, I'm seeing if I can do it. See if you can do it. I'm just curious what those odds would be. There's so many bets on here. I won't find it in time by the time we end, so. They'd have to be pretty good. Share it. You could probably calculate it. Par th- you can Go bet ahead. on the par three contest. That's what everyone tries not to win. Mm-hmm. It's like a bad omen. Yep. It's tomorrow. Yes, sir. It's going to pump quick, all this stuff. And then uh, I'm getting to play golf on Saturday for the first time since uh, I messed up my wrist at Tim's bachelor party. That thing is still bu- bugging me. Jake, I know I talked to you about that. And you're like, oh, just take the off season off. It'll get better. Yeah, it's still messed up. That's what uh, happened to my brother, too. Yeah. So that that bet, sorry to interrupt. That the odds of that parlay, ten dollars would net you nine hundred and thirty dollars if those four missed the cut. Hell yeah, that'd be I'm hilarious. All right, put a hundred down. I love rooting for those. <laughs> put a hundred down. <laughs> put a hundred down. Just a quick, just an easy nine G's. Yeah. Oh. All right. Yeah, we got uh, anything else to cover? Or uh... I think that wraps it up. Yeah, I think so too. All right. Quite in depth. And then we'll uh we'll do some tracking of it during the week. Yep. Yeah. It'll get a little quicker coming with not having to do like the horse picks and stuff like that. But yeah, it's I think this was great. Yeah, I'll send out a graphic um on Instagram and Twitter um after every day with the results. Um show where we're at. Awesome. And I'll work on uh the Tom. Tom design. Tommy the choo choo. I want to make it and I'm going to wear it. <laughs> Sweet. I'll buy that. It's going to be a classy shirt, folks. Um, make cool. sure cool. make sure to get it. Um, so as we wrap up here, uh, the last I heard podcast with the Bunker Boys, um, looking into the Masters week here. Great to be joined once again with the Bunker Boys here. I am Lee Dempsey along with 
Jake Barber, Andrew Overfelt, Daniel, Daniel Overfelt. Boys, it's great having you. I can't wait to see how the week turns out. I uh, wish you a happy, happy Masters. Um, and can't wait for the next one, boys, as, uh, as we preview all the rest. Awesome. Thanks, everyone. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye, folks. Bye, friends. Goodbye, assassins. Bye, my friends. All right, I'm ending it. All right. <laughs>